The best way to learn a language? Immersion. Living where the language is spoken and using it every day. But if that's not in the cards this year, you can still learn a language the second best way. And that's with Babbel. Be a better you in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Don't pay hundreds of dollars for private tutors or waste hours on apps that don't really help you speak the language. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are handcrafted by over 200 language experts and help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. Babbel's designed by real people for real conversations, and their tips and tools are approachable, accessible, rooted in real-life situations, and delivered with conversation-based teaching, so you're ready to practice what you've learned in the real world. Here's a special limited-time deal for our listeners. Right now, get up to 60% off your Babbel subscription at babbel.com slash bluewire. That's 60% off at babbel.com slash bluewire, spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash bluewire. Rules and restrictions apply. And welcome back, everybody, to another episode of MLB DFS Quick Hits, your Tuesday, August 16th edition, 13-game slate for you on a Tuesday, massive slate. There's two games that start at 6.40 p.m. Eastern time. They are not on the main slate. Otherwise, we'd have a full 15-game slate. But if you have any questions, I'm on Twitter at BDNTrick. Or join us in the free Fantasy DGENs Discord to get some fun stuff over there. Give the podcast a rate and review on iTunes. I'd appreciate it. Or Spotify. Or if you're watching it on the YouTube, give the old thumbs up and uh, leave a comment. That'd be great as well. Um, if you like season long fantasy baseball, but bench with Bubba is coming at you twice this week with Bubba and the bat flip and then episode 500 on Thursday with Bubba and the bloom recapping the first 2023 NFBC DC draft of the season. So that's going to be fun, but uh, lots of good stuff there. Hope you guys had a great Monday, 10 game slate, fun, fun stuff as usual. Let's get crack totals on this 13 game slate for you. Rays, Yankees, seven and a half Red Sox, Pirates, eight and a half Cubs, Nationals, eight and a half Orioles, Jays, eight and a half. Tigers, Guardians, eight and a half. Mets, Braves, eight and a half. Royals, Twins, eight and a half. Rockies, Guardians, seven and a half. Astros, White Sox, seven. That's a cease first Furlander matchup, which is just oh so tasty. Uh, Mariners, Angels, seven and a half. D backs, Giants, eight. So lots of eight and a half, a couple eights, and the nine and a half. Yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a pretty good. Pretty good slate when it comes to getting some hits, but that means there's also some good bats with those, uh, I mean, pitchers with those totals on the slates. So let's talk pitching. Justin Verlander, 10-6 at the Chicago White Sox. Verlander's just a steady, eddy, just floor machine. Twenty-five Before his 18 points last time, it was 25-plus points in like seven straight starts. Dude's beast. Goes six-plus pretty much every start. Three in runs or less. Gets you multiple strikeouts. He's an absolute monster out there. So if you want to go with... um with Verlander, I have zero problem with that. The White Sox striking out 21% of the time versus righties this past month. Uh, they are hitting 285 with a 149 ISO, surprisingly, but they just seem like they've been so hit and miss right now. So a guy like Verlander you can go with. If you want to be contrarian, you go Dylan Cease, who's been just a maniac over like his last 20-something starts. Ridiculous numbers if you go look them up. It's just stupid. Does get to face Houston, a team that um, doesn't strike out a ton. They strike out 20% of the time versus righties. So 241 average, 137 ISO, 95 WRC+. Most will play Verlander, so if you want to play Cease, that is a very, very nice and contrarian angle. 
potentially an even more contrarian angle would be Brandon Woodruff versus the Los Angeles Dodgers. I'd rather play Cease than Woodruff, but both are in play. So that's what you're looking at above 10K. It's pretty much Verlander, and then you can get contrarian with your Ceases or your Woodruffs. I don't care either way on the contrarian angle, but they're both in play for you. Now, if you want to hope the Giants' bats stay ice cold, you can pay $9,600 for Merrill Kelly, but that's a bold strategy. Cotton, it's possible he went eight shutout with seven Ks last time he faced the Giants for 34 points. But Pittsburgh and Colorado have got to him a bit the last two starts. So he's getting you five-plus Ks as long as he can go, you know, maybe six, seven-plus innings, limit damage. He can be a nice asset tonight, but $9,600 in a 13-game slate, likely other options, as in Robbie Ray at 9500 bucks. Going up against the Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim, a team that he got 29.6 points on him at seven innings, one earned 10 Ks two starts ago. He's been, uh, you know, 20 points last time, a couple hiccups against Houston of all teams. Go figure. And then he's pitched really, really well. And more importantly, if you're a regular listener to the show, you know the Angels struggle versus left-handed pitching. Now they're only striking out 23% of the time over the last month versus left-handed pitching, which is a market improvement, which is really surprising with no trout and company. But still, they're only hitting a buck 99, 149 ISO, 64 WRC plus. So they're not world beaters. They're not striking out. They were striking out like in the 30% clip there for a while. That's now the Brewers' job versus lefties. But um, the Angels at 23% K rate, and they just struggle tremendously versus lefties. So Robbie Wright, 95, really good bounce back spot for him. Alec Manoa is interesting because he got hit around his last time out at Baltimore. He gets Baltimore again tonight. Does he bounce back? It's a question. I'm going Robbie Ray, but Manoa does have GPP appeal. I'll mention that. I'm not going to just overlook him on this uh, pretty massive slate, to say the least. All right, going down to 8K, the mid-8K and below range. Charlie Morton, I will always use in tournaments if you're making multiple lineups, but I am doing single entry, which probably means no Charlie Morton. Nick Pavetta at 8K is quite intriguing to me. He's starting to, like, get close to looking good again you know six innings three earned five k's five innings three earned five k's not lighting the world on fire but not crushing you i don't love it but i could see the appeal what i do like is jose quintana at 7800 bucks at home against the colorado rockies quintana has been amazing 17 plus points in four straight starts 20 or more in three out of four three three seventy array on the season just as steady as they come gets to face the colorado rockies the team striking on over 20 percent of the time versus lefties with a 74 wrc plus Give me some Jose Quintana. I, I don't mind pairing him up with one of the big dogs up top, pairing him with Robbie Ray. I'm a big fan of both of those if you need to. Jose Suarez at $7,000 is pitching phenomenally for the Angels of late. 19 or more points in three straight starts with seven shutout with eight Ks against Oakland his last time out. Okay, it's, it's at Oakland, Oakland, at Kansas City. That's his last three starts. So not murderer's row, but he's looked very, very effective to say the least. Now you get the Seattle Mariners team striking out 21.5% of the time versus lefties, hitting 238 with a 133 ISO at $7,000. I don't mind the value there with Jose Suarez. I can see some upside. Seattle is sneaky. I'll say that. They are sneaky offense right now, but I like the appeal of uh, Jose Suarez at 7K. And then if you're going below that, uh, Justin Steele mentioned it uh, pretty much every time he goes out. 22.7 points last time, 27.5 before that. He's getting strikeouts now, which is beautiful. Six or more Ks and three straight starts. The slider usage is up. Just a matter of going deep in the game. He's he, he went uh, 94 pitches last time for six innings, 93 pitches the time before for four and two thirds, but he's a 10 Ks. So it's they're probably gonna let him go about 90 to 95 pitches. That's what you're getting. So that's why he's 6,200 bucks. But it is a Washington Nationals team that strikes out 20 almost 27 percent of the time versus lefties. Remember when I said these Nats numbers are gonna get real fun once we start getting Soto off the books? It's only been like two weeks and it's already getting up there. So 27 percent K rate. 249 average, 138 ISO, 89 WRC plus. So steal at 62 is another GPP play on this one. And JP Sears is also interesting. I traded over from the Yankees in the Montas deal. 
He went five and a third, two orange, only three cases last time. Really good minor league numbers. Does have a pretty good uh, floor going up against Texas, a Texas team. Strikes out almost 26% of the time versus lefties with a 216 average, 127 ISO, 84 WRC+. Plus. So Sears isn't the worst. I like Steel over Sears. Sears. I think Steel has the higher upside, but both are pretty solid punts if you need to. So up top, 10K and above, you have Verlander, Cease, Woodruff. Verlander is the clear number one for me. I think Cease is a great pivot, and Woodruff's the second great pivot. I think that's, there's a lot of ways you can go up there. Robbie Ray, if you want to pay above 10K, is the best pay-up spot on the slate at 9500 bucks. best matchup on the slate per se. Manoa's an intriguing tournament option because I don't think many will go back to him if he just got beat up by Baltimore's last time out. I still prefer Robbie Ray, but uh, we'll see how that goes. Really like Jose Quintana's value at 7800 bucks. Don't mind Jose Suarez, but if I'm already going down that far, I'm going to Steele and then Sears. So like if I had to narrow it down, it's like Steele at 62, Quintana at 78, Ray at 95, and Verlander at 10-6. That'd be like my four pitchers if I really wanted to nail things down, but there's lots of ways to go on a 13-game slate, as you'd expect. The best way to learn a language? Immersion. Living where the language is spoken and using it every day. But if that's not in the cards this year, you can still learn a language the second best way. And that's with Babbel. Be a better you in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Don't pay hundreds of dollars for private tutors or waste hours on apps that don't really help you speak the language. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are handcrafted by over 200 language experts and help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. Babbel's designed by real people for real conversations, and their tips and tools are approachable, accessible, rooted in real-life situations, and delivered with conversation-based teaching, so you're ready to practice what you've learned in the real world. Here's a special limited-time deal for our listeners. Right now, get up to 60% off your Babbel subscription at babbel.com slash bluewire. That's 60% off at babbel.com slash bluewire, spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash bluewire. Rules and restrictions apply. All right, let's talk pitching on this monster 13-game slate. The Cubbies get to face the wonderful, the one, the only, Patrick Corbin. So Wilson Contreras at 5,700 is 100% in play on this slate. You could also save a little bit, though, 900 bucks and go to Sean Murphy against Colby Allard of Texas. Murphy loves smashing left-handed pitching, and no one's going to pay $4,800 for Sean Murphy. So keep him in mind. But again, like I talked about yesterday, I like saving cash if I can at the position. But if you're paying up, don't mind that. Salvi Perez is always a tournament play. MJ Melendez is catcher outfit eligible at 4,200 bucks. Don't mind that either. Uh, going below 4K, though. Um, Eric Haas, man, he's, he's quieted down a lot, but it is a good matchup versus pitch to contact please sack. So that's not horrible. Uh, Travis Day, Hood returned on Monday, went to Ding Dong City. He's 2900 bucks for uh, Taiwan Walker. Not usually the target zone there, but it is in play. But uh, again, Gary Sanchez against pitch to contact Granky at 2700 bucks. Perfect tournament play. You save money at catcher. He's got a ceiling through the roof, a floor through the floor, like into the basement. So, but at 2700 bucks for Gary Sanchez, don't hate it at all. First base position, you got Paul Goldschmidt versus Freeland at 6100 bucks. I like that a lot if you want to pay up at, at, at first base. Otherwise, slat on down and save some money here. Um, Rowdy Telez versus Pepio at 4900 bucks. Just know Pepio probably doesn't go super deep, maybe five, maybe. So you'll get a lot of Dodgers bullpen mixing and matching, which kind of takes away the advantage at times, but not a bad spot. Matt Olson is on fire. He's 4700 bucks versus Taiwan Walker. That's one of the better pay-up spots at first base right now. 
If you're not using Justin Steele, Luke Voigt at 38 is in play. He does hit lefties and likes them to hit them a lot. So Luke Voigt at 30. I'm not stacking against Steele. If you want a one-off, I don't hate Voigt at 38. But halt the presses. There will be a cheaper play because this is DraftKings. And if you remember Monday's show, you'll remember my rant at first base. And we're still scrolling to find him. So he's going to be down here, and we're going to want to play him for free as he went to Ding Dong City again on Monday. But first off, you got Montero of Colorado's first base, third base at 3K. Yeah, but again, if you're paying this cheap, you guys know by now who we're going to. And he's still $2,100 freaking dollars against Sonny Gray, who is not good right now. Vinny P, the Italian beef, the Italian breakfast. Vinny Pascantino is $2,100. Shame. Give the give the, uh, the Game of Thrones shame meme. Gif, just shame. $2,100 for Vinny P. Yep, he should be like 90% owned. I don't care if he goes over. He's $2,100. Like, if you you can still win tournaments with that. That is ridiculous. So, um, yeah. Second base position. Uh, Brendan Rodgers is feeling it, but I'll pass on this one. I'd rather save money on this position. I'd go with a guy like Andres Jimenez, who hit home runs in both games of the doubleheader on Monday. It's a great matchup for his Hill. He's 4900 Really like what I'm seeing from Andres Jimenez. So, that's a good spot. A um, couple cheapers, like Jorge Polanco at 42 had a decent game on Monday. Uh, Luis Ringifo, if you are fading Ray, he went deep on Mondays. He's thirty nine hundred bucks. He could be a kind of contrarian look there because I think Ray will be pretty popular, to be honest. So that's something to think about as well. Uh, Jonathan Scope went deep on Monday. Please, act stinks. So if you want to get really contrarian, you can at twenty three hundred bucks. But I think you might want to be in the mid. Like I, that Jimenez play looks really good for now. Um, oh, where's my boy? I didn't see him here unless DK's got him in a different position, which wouldn't surprise me either. Uh, where are you at? Home slice. Let's just click on this. Let's make this a lot easier. Yeah, Vaughn Grissom for the A's or the uh, Braves against Tywan Walker is two thousand dollars. Two thousand. Two thousand dollars. Uh, third base position. You got J Ram always in play. Great matchup for Hill at fifty nine hundred bucks. Rafael Devers versus Mitch Keller is very enticing at fifty six. That's another one we can uh, look to point to. Uh, but going cheaper here, Max Muncy's feeling it. If you want to be contrarian versus Woodruff at 47, that's a good contrarian play. If you're fading Jose Suarez, Eugenio Suarez loves his lefties at 46. But a good discount compared to some of these other priced up spots is Matt Chapman at 4,500 bucks going up against uh, Dean Kramer, who's hashtag not good. So Matt Chapman's an intriguing option there as well. Uh, cheaper plays, though, you got the likes of. Um, Ringifo at 39, like I talked about earlier. Jose Miranda at 37, still a great value. First base, third base, hitting really well. Middle of that order, Granky's pitched to contact. So good spot there. Ramonia Rice, if you want to fade Manoa, is 3,100. J.D. Davis did get the start versus the lefty on Monday, doubled in his second at bat and scored a run. Uh, we'll see what they do with him at the righty on the mound. He's 2,900 bucks. I like him if he's in the lineup. Uh, otherwise, uh, my boy Emmanuel Rivera's 2,500 bucks versus Jacob Junis. That's a great price point when you're talking discounts on the slate. Shortstop position, Lindor's swinging it well, but uh, I think I'd rather go down to like a Willie Adamas at 51 or a Bo Bichette at 49. He's almost up to 5K, guys. You loyal listeners, we talked about this. It, like, there was a reason we kept playing him when he was priced wrong. He's almost back up to where he belongs in the 5K range of shortstop. He's almost there. Uh, but Bo Bichette at 49 versus Dean Kramer is a great spot. Carlos Correa at 49, don't mind. I prefer Bichette in that matchup at both just fine plays. If you're stacking Cleveland, don't forget about a Med Rosario at 4800 bucks. It's a steep price tag for a guy with limited power, but he's got more power than people give him credit for. So that's an intriguing tournament option in a stack at 48. Uh, going down below 4K, though, Jorge Mateo at 36 is a good one. If you want to go there, usually it's a position you pay up for, as we know 
all season long. It's a pretty top-heavy position, and I don't see a ton that changes my mind at this point in time. It could, but nothing right now. Outfield position. Judge is in a bit of a slump, so it might be time to get some low-owned judge, but I like Jeffrey Springs. I respect Springs, so that's a tough one. But like Jordan Alvarez, you can see, see yeah, I'll probably avoid that, but I wouldn't be shocked. But uh, Julio Rodriguez at 55 versus Eugenio Suarez. Acuna Jr., Ronald Acuna had a big game on Monday night. Uh, he just accumulates stats. George Springer returned on Monday from injuries, 53 versus Kramer. So that's a, a decent one as well. Uh, Sed Mullins, good contrarian play versus Manoa at 51. Um, the, the Orioles are a contrarian play. I'm not saying go all in, but it's interesting. Um, Randy Rosarena going against Nestor Cortez. Cortez. Cortez is a pitcher we probably could have looked to target on this slate now that I look back on it because um, Tampa Bay – yeah, I forgot. Okay, we're going we're gonna to talk nest, Nasty Nestor for a minute there. I just realized that. I slid past him, and then the second I saw Rosarena was facing him, my eyes lit up. Nestor's 9900 bucks. Doesn't appeal to many, especially with Robbie Ray at 95 This should appeal to you. Tampa Bay, over the last 30 days, striking out 31% of the time versus lefties, hitting 212 with a 76 WRC+. Plus. So if you want to be contrarian, Nasty Nestor – is a way to go off of the contrarian Ray, I mean the popular Ray or the 10K guys, or you can mix and match them. So Nestor is a contrarian tournament play at 99. If you aren't using them, I still like Randy at 5K, but just throwing that one into the void, that uh, that's a big strikeout upside opportunity, kind of like Julio Urias was tonight. You could get on Monday night, you can get the same thing with a nasty Nestor on Tuesday. Uh, Seiya Suzuki at 45 versus Patrick Corbin. That's a good one to go to. Patrick Wisdom earlier, I forgot to mention him. I, I slid by him, but he's first base, third base eligible. The power hitting righties versus Patrick Corbin is a great way to go about things on this slate. Uh, going down to the low 4K now, Michael Harris the second is 4200 bucks. He had a good game on Monday. The Braves had 13 runs at the time I started recording, so they all had pretty good games. Uh, so you can go back to Harris at 42 if you so choose. MJ Melendez at 42. Talked about him earlier. I like him even in the outfield, which is not something I usually do with catcher eligible players, but he's that good right now. So keep him on your radar. Um, below 4K now, we got Mitch Hanniger's back versus uh, Suarez at 39. If you want to attack Suarez, which is it's understandable if you so choose. Uh, Oscar Gonzalez of Cleveland at 36. He'll be kind of one of the forgotten guys against Hill. So keep him on your radar. Um, going down farther, Jake McCarthy at 33 is a decent value for Arizona versus Junis. I don't hate that. Um, man, Mincy's just keeps hitting for Washington. He's 3200 bucks. It's Justin Steele. So I'm not, again, not looking to stack against Steele, but if you want like a one-off, Mincy's is an interesting play. First base outfit is about 3200 bucks for the Nats. Um, going down a little farther here. And Ozuna's down to 3K. He's been so bad. So bad. That's wild that it's been that kind of season. But Fran Reyes, love him tonight. 2800 bucks, raking at an RBI triple on Monday. Uh, I think I wrote about him or looked into him to write about him for a recent article. He's hitting great since coming to the Cubs. Still striking out a lot, but tons of power, tons of upside. Gets Patrick Corbin tonight with 2800 bucks. Fran Reyes at 28 is a great value on this slate. Like that one. A lot. So make sure you circle that one when you're doing your research. Lamont Wade Jr. at 2700 bucks versus Merrill Kelly. Not a bad punt option for you as well. Other than that, you'll find a few guys here and there down here, but just uh, see what the lineups come out with and uh, build around accordingly. 
Recapping your pitching again, you got Verlander, Cease, Woodruff up top. Verlander's the number one for me, followed by Cease, followed by Woodruff for the way they're priced. But uh, Cease and Woodruff could be quite contrarian for you. Robbie Ray is probably the best pay up on the slate at 95, but Nestor Cortez is a very, very enticing pivot in tournaments like that. Like Jose Quintana at 78, and then I like G, uh, Justin Steele at 62, JP Sears if you need to, but it's mainly Steele, Quintana. Ray Verlander, and I'm starting to look a little more at Cortez right now. So that's where I'm at at this point in time. Your stacks, Cubbies first, Corbin. Love it. Love it. Love it. Love it. Just watch the weather in Washington. Uh, you can go Boston against Mitch Keller if you choose, but like um, Toronto versus Dean Kramer. Big fan of that. Love Cleveland. Cleveland's a very, very good stack on tonight's slate. Like Cleveland and, and the Cubs. This is where we're at, folks. It's not even September baseball yet. This is going to be fun. I like targeting Taiwan Walker. He can be all or nothing. So if you want to go some Atlanta, you can. Uh, Kansas City versus Sonny Gray. And then the Twins versus Granky. That could be a game stack potentially, or it could be a very disappointing like four to three game. But I like I like Kansas City because most won't attack Sonny Gray, and those kids are just red freaking on, at least like Pascatino at 2,100. So you got stuff going there. Uh, St. Louis versus Freeland is totally fine. Don't mind a little Oakland action versus um, in their matchup there versus Allard. That's one as well. Other than that, you could go some Seattle, but I'll probably pass. So it's that Kansas City-Minnesota game. St. Louis is strong, but Cubs, Cleveland, my top ones. You got some Atlanta, you got some Toronto. As usual, lots of ways to go on this big 13-game slate. So lineups will be important. Um, if you have any questions, I'm on Twitter at BDNTrick. Check us out in the free Fantasy DJs Discord to get the podcast a rate and review on iTunes or Spotify. I'd appreciate that as well. But that'll do it, folks. I'll be back with you guys tomorrow night with the Bench with Bubba episode and another MLB DFS Quick Hits. But for now. MLB DFS Quick Hits, your Tuesday, August 16th edition in the books. I'm out.